welcome to Retzel Review. Today, we are here with David Reed Watson from the band Alchemy Fire. Welcome, David Reed Watson. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Yeah, glad you uh, joined the show. Uh, I've been listening to your album. Uh, I, I'm. It reminds me a little bit of Angra. Are you a fan of Angra, or do you know the band Angra? No, I've never heard of them. I'm going to have to really? check this out. This is the first. Really? Yeah, Actually, yeah, they're, yeah. They're from, um, they're from Brazil. And I hear okay. a lot of anger in your music. And even in your vocals, uh, they have not the, not the vocals they have now, but the vocals before that. I don't know. Do you know uh, Fabio Leon from uh, the band Rhapsody? Um, mm -hmm. No, no, I'm not familiar. Oh, my God. No. I bet you my bass player would, because he's from Brazil. So oh, okay, yeah. So then oh. they definitely know who Angra is. So that's why I, that's probably why he has such a influence from Angra. But oh, uh, okay. that'd be interesting to know if they, if he's a fan of Angra. But uh, yeah, you know, I will him. ask him. I will ask him. Definitely check it out because I think you're going to hear some similarities. I'm going to be taking notes as we talk. <laughs> this is uh, is it A N A N G R A? Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah, your band reminds me a lot of that band, and uh, you got you got a lot of really kick-ass songs on here. A lot of mostly in the like the power metal type vein or whatever. And I see a lot of the influences uh, from the band. Um, what 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 are your actual influences? Like what got you into wanting to be a vocalist? Um, well, I've been singing my whole life. I come from a family of, of singers, so mm. um, most of them sing in church and and. Okay. And the, I, yeah, I was actually in theater first before I was in uh, rock and roll. I, oh, really? um, yeah, I kind of followed my dad in that. My dad, uh, my dad was a musician. Um, he put out an album on Phillips Records back in the early '60s. Uh, he had a uh, band called the Tiki's, and they did. Uh, you know, he's a banjo player, ah. and they did stuff like. Well, the rock on line is a mighty good road. Well, the rock on line is a road to ride. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of bluegrassy thing. Um, but he was mainly um, a, a thespian. He was heavily into theater, and he still is to this day. You know, even in his eighties, he still does it. So I started out doing theater and doing musicals, mm. and. Um, I'm kind of a late bloomer in the rock and roll thing because I went in the Marines after high school. Okay. And I, I, yeah, and I was in the Marines for, you know, five, yeah, about five years, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and when I got out, um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I, like I said, I've always sung. So uh, some of my influences when I was younger, I, I loved uh, one of the albums I had was uh, Jesus Christ Superstar and with Ian Gillen singing as as uh, Jesus. And I just fell in love with his with that with those screams, you know. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm glad you weren't on my last show. I just did. <laughs> Why? Why we, they... we just reviewed uh, Born Again from Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay I, 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 you know what I, not a great album personally no, but it is not a great but album. I'm a, yeah i'm a big ian gillen fan from from the early days you know the deep purple yeah. days um you would hate me uh, that i i do not like ian gillen <laughs> oh okay all right well, i'm sorry bowie? No, i love bowie okay. i love okay. bowie yeah, but it's Bowie, okay. My, my other my other co-hosts would be on your side. They they don't tell me how stupid I am and what an idiot I am for not liking Ian Gillen. But it's an acquired taste. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, Rob Halford was yeah. uh, was one I like. I, I like a lot of the singers that sing in the lower register and then scream. Yeah, yeah, I do too, yeah. That's kind of my thing. Um, I've never been into the, you know, the vocalists that sing at a higher register. I mean, Hmm. Dio is probably an exception to the rule, but um, I was never into the, you know, sorry to my peers, my friends uh, of the 80s hairband stuff. I was never really into that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just wasn't my bag. Yeah, mine either. I couldn't stand like the bands like Poison and and uh god i don't even like bon jovi yeah you know um uh quick story um my roommate in the marines um his name is vino frank redding and he went to high school with john okay and he graduated with john really um never got to meet him or anything like that but I, I I was always hoping that maybe I could meet him and just rub elbows. And I don't know him personally. You know, mm-hmm. I'm Vino said he was a great guy. And I remember when we were in Okinawa in 1984, I was stationed over there and, and John sent Vino a VHS tape of little runaway. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So we got to see the reel before it went out on MTV. Yeah. It was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that kind of, you know, I've, I always, uh, I, like I said, I always sang, but I, I, I um, you know, I, I kind of followed family tradition and, and you know, did the Marine Corps. Mm. Um, I was going to make a career of it, but I got hit by a car and got a medical discharge. So, oh, wow. It was kind of a blessing in disguise because as soon as I got out, I moved to Cape Cod uh, with my buddy Steve. And um, I ran into a guy named Johnny Rainwater. And this guy, this guy, Donnie Rainwater, was a guitar tech for, um, who was who he a guitar tech for? It was either Johnny Winter or Edgar Winter. I'm not exactly sure which one. Mm. But the, uh, um, the uh, he, he heard me singing on the porch. I had my guitar, and um, I was just playing a song on the porch, and he handed me a cassette. He goes... He goes, I, w- I want you to listen to this. I, you sound like this guy. And it was the first Queensryche album. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, whatever. And anyway, after that, he hooked me up with this other guy. There's a band called Philosopher on Cape Cod. And they they took me in. And then from there, I just went boom, 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 boom. You know, and kind of progressed. And I just never really stopped from there. Oh, that's cool. Well, we're in Cape mm. Cod. We're in Cape Cod because uh, I actually go there almost every year. Do you really? Yeah, so we, uh, my the first place I lived was in Barnstable. Um, okay, I worked yeah. at the I, I worked at the Piccadilly Deli. I was a line cook in, in Piccadilly Deli, um, and I went to Cape Cod Community College. And I still have a lot of friends down there. Um, I lived. Oh, geez, I lived like everybody on Cape Cod. I, I lived in Yarmouth. Mm-hmm. I lived in Brewster. I lived in Orleans, and you know, oh, okay. I, yeah. I bounced around on the Cape a bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's very nice up there. We go up there. My son's birthday is in July, so we go up there for his birthday, and he loves to go into the beach and everything. So it's a very nice area up there. So where are you? I'm in Long Island. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So it's not too far. It's about like two and a half hours from me, so it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got beaches here, but you know what? I, I Long Island's got so congested here. I just we just like to get out of here once in a while. I remember, uh, you know, when I lived on the Cape, 
um, we got an influx of New Yorkers one year because all the needles they found up on the shore in uh, Long Island. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah. That was a uh, mid to late eighties, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe or maybe even early nineties. Yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, it's probably nineties. I think I remember something about that. Yeah, right. They weren't my needles. Oh uh, no, I, I never. <laughs> I would never ever, never ever think that. No, I never. Touched, <laughs> never touched drugs. Um, yeah. So, how did this band Alchemy uh, Fire get started? Because uh, you guys are pretty much spread out between the U.S. and the uh, U.K. So, how did it get started? It got started with um. Uh, with Paul, Paul Wright. Paul Wright is the is the main songwriter. You know, mm-hmm. he came up with all the guitar riffs and whatnot. And and um, he had a long story short. He met this guy um, at a conference kind of thing, and the guy was like, "I have a studio in Florida. If you ever want to come and record." And so Paul got in touch with him. He's like, uh, "Okay." I got these songs. I just need a drummer and a bass player and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of make these songs quick, just do a demo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the drummer that he picked was, was Tom Schofield. Um, the studio guy picked Tom Schofield. Um, and then they had a, a, a studio bass player do all the, the initial bass tracks. And so they did this around the Fort Myers area of Florida in, in 2018, I think it was. Okay. And um, so they laid all this stuff down. And um, that was pretty much it. Uh, Tom started talking to, to him. And and let me say this prior to uh, Tom was getting ready to go in for shoulder surgery, mm. you know, but he figured he goes, ah, you know what? I'll give this a final run before I have to go and get my, uh, I think his shoulder scraped. I, I, I'm not positive about that. Mm. Anyway, he he was he wasn't doing good. Right. But the drum tracks that you hear are the ones he laid down. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and he's, he's he's a monster. Yeah, he's you know I mean he. He he was with Soil for years, and you know, and, and his other band, Oppressor. You know, so he's he's never lost his chops. So anyway, um, that's how down. it started. Yeah, right. and um, everybody was found on band mix. Believe it or not, I I don't think I've ever really used band mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paul found everybody on band mix. And, what is uh, what is band mix? I don't think I've ever heard of. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, what is band mix? That's a big question. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those millions of sites that I put my material on, and you know, like it's like okay, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's you know, blah blah blah. Is it, blah, is it similar to uh, Fiverr? I don't even you, you know. know. You, you would know have to go is? look at it. <laughs> yeah, I know what Fiverr is. It's it's not like a, a, a um, you know, hire me as a musician kind of thing. Oh, okay, it's, all right. It's kind of like here's some material I'm looking for a band. Ah, okay, you right. know, yeah. Um, and I guess it's somewhat successful for this band because everybody was found on Bandmix. Um, okay. You know, so when 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 Paul approached me, they were looking for a singer. Uh, they weren't sure who they were going to get. Hmm. Uh, they had tried out several singers and. Um, they just they liked me. Paul contacted me. He's like he called me from England. He goes, "Hey, I got your phone number. Uh, it was on Bandmix." I go, 
band mix. What? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, what, yeah. What, is band, what is band mix? So one of those um, late nights with drinking Bud Light, and you just uploaded. I, I, think <laughs> I know everyone's gonna think I'm an alcoholic or <laughs> or just something else. You know, I know a lot of people are protesting this beer right, right now, but um, no, I'm not. I, I'm not a big drinker. This is just my one and done. After. Yeah, let's see the rest. Let's see the rest of the room back there. There's probably a pile of us. Yeah. <laughs> the case, yeah, the case sitting right by me. Um, yeah. So a- after that, um, Paul contacted me. Okay. And he's like, "I've got this material. I want you to listen to it." And I did. I go, "Yeah, this is really good stuff." What you know? What do you want? And and um, so I wrote. I wrote alchemy the first song mm-hmm. i wrote the lyrics for it and uh he goes he goes right this is great um i want to meet you and i was like uh well i'm in i'm in las vegas mm. he goes okay i'll fly there oh wow and he flew here he rented a hotel room in circus circus and uh we just got along and then after that he said um all right we click this is great what are you doing i go really not not a whole lot i had i left my my metal band kill ritual um a few months prior so i wasn't doing anything so he invited me to england Uh he said come stay at my house um you can write there you know so i went i went over to england in july june june or july of 2019 i stayed there till November, December of 2019 and just wrote lyrics, recorded lyrics. And that was pretty much it. And then when I got back, the pandemic hit and it kind of put everything on hold for a little bit. Right. Um, you know, the, the positive side of, of the pandemic, if there is one, is um, we got a great guy to mix the album, Ulrich mm. um, um, Wild. And we got a great guy to master the album, you know, um, because Alex, um, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher his name. I, I do it every time. It's Sarah Dacus, I believe is his, what his name is. Yeah. He's a New York, he's a New York guy. Yeah. Um, it's a Greek. Had we, had we not have, had the pandemic not have been happening, we probably wouldn't have gotten these guys. Right because they're very much in demand so um yeah so we got them and mixed and mastered the whole thing and then kind of then we got picked up by uh, Qumran Mm -hmm. and uh that's it that's it wow Wow, that's very cool it's like yeah because they um you they've produced a lot of uh other like pretty well-known bands uh wishbone ash they've done but uh we also got uh, Pantera and Static X and White Zombie. So you know you got a good team of uh, people working on the album, and it sounds mm-hmm. it sounds good. It sounds like you know you got some professional people working on it. So yeah, yeah, we were. Um, I mean, I think the next album is going to be even better because there were so many variables to this album that we were. How oh, is this going to work? You know, uh, mm-hmm. Tom's drums. He was you know uh the guitar um paul had to go back to florida and redo because of a mixing issue with with yeah with it uh 
yeah, he was pretty pissed off about that. But so we kind of did it all backwards, you know, Mm. Um, bass tracks. We had a studio, a different studio musician over over in uh, actually Tim, who is on the album. It's not it's 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 not uh, Felipe Mm -hmm. that's on this album, but he will be on the next album. We picked up Felipe and and Neil after the fact. So, but so we have these studio guys doing the album with us. Um, but it was all done backwards, completely backwards. It was, you know, um, you know, Tom and his double bass. He didn't. They didn't know what kind of. He. They didn't know. They didn't know what kind of singer they were going to get. Mm-hmm. They weren't sure. They, you know, uh, he didn't know if he was going to get a singer like his in Soil or from someone like you know Presser. Right. And here comes me, you know, a singer. And I'm actually surprised that they they took me in because I think it's a well, I'm I'm grateful that they took me in because it's yeah. a great band. Yeah. But I, I know now that I mean Tom said this to me specifically. He's like, now that I know who you are and what you how you sing, and he goes, I'm gonna tailor my drums around you next time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next album too, I would imagine too. You the musical uh, fit you. Well, not that this album doesn't fit you at all. This album fits you perfectly. I couldn't imagine somebody else singing this album, but I Thank think you. The, maybe the songs would be written a little bit more, knowing now that you're the actual vocalist in the band and everything, and uh, the songs would be a little bit more toward uh, you know your style and stuff like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, I don't know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. <laughs> you know what I'm trying? Yeah, to say. yeah. It was um, I because you were to... you were, didn't originally do it in the beginning, so right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I had to. I don't know if it was. I, I don't want to say it was tough. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I was in the probably the most serene and perfect environment to do this record, yeah. you know, because I lived in England, and I literally left lived right near Gotham is what they call it, but okay. Gotham, okay, this yeah. little village with a pub and. Uh, and you know, um, uh, I had a bicycle out there. I felt like I was Robert Plant. You know, <laughs> I was living this kind of surreal, kind of living in a hobbit hole kind of environment. And it yeah, was, yeah. it was just so magical over there. You know, I would literally sit at a table with this tree behind me, and just do these, uh, and just write lyrics wow. uh, the whole time. So uh, I can't think of a better environment. Yeah. Um, had I had been in Las Vegas and writing these lyrics, it probably would have been pretty frantic. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, the probably the the writing process will be a, probably a little bit easier next time. Um, I won't be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I. I'm weird. I'm really weird. I. You know, I, I kind of I don't really consider myself a lyricist. I kind of. Although, you know, I am a lyricist and, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of tap into something. I, I yeah. have to listen to the music. Right. 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 And the mu- music kind of talks to me and says, Hey, this is what I'm about, mm. you know? And I just, it, so then it just flows out and, um, now, who you- knows what it would have ended up if we would have recorded it the right way. Maybe it would have been, a been horrible. <laughs> now would you rather write the lyrics or would you rather have somebody else write your lyrics 
I love writing lyrics. You do? Okay. Um, to me, it's like therapy, mm. you know? Um, I'm not really a... I'm not really the lyricist that writes about, you know, chicks and drinking and all that stuff. It's, it's boring to me. Right. You know, I, I like writing about real world stuff. I like right. writing, writing about real personal mm-hmm. situations, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I like having that. I mean, and fortunately with these guys, I get that because, you know, I mean, Tom will be like, Hey, I do drums. I don't, you know, I, I, you're, that's your job. And I like that they've given me that job, you know, it's like, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Um, I've been in bands before where, you know, somebody else is writing lyrics and I don't know, I come across as probably, you know, like I've got LSD. because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I don't, you know, lead singer's disease, as yeah, you know, yeah. um, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I like, and you know, I, well, you're a, you're a vocalist as well, right? No, I'm a drum. I'm a drummer. I, I don't. Oh, you're a drummer. Yeah, I'm not singing. You're a drummer. <laughs> so you, you, uh, but you know that, you know, the, the singer, it's like, if he's writing the lyrics, he can probably portray it a yeah. lot better. Yeah. Yep, yep. He can get the point across a lot better and yeah, definitely. it's, it's way more powerful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because they're coming from you. So it's not like, you know, you're not, somebody else is going to write it they're thinking about themselves and then you you kind of got to portray what they're kind of thinking but it doesn't work out that way i, I totally get it because the stuff that i i did write for my other band um because kind of like what your band started out we did not have a singer we just wrote songs and we figured we'll find somebody to sing these after you know we're done or whatever right. and that took four years <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. And well then, uh, i guess I, I i say wow but what it took us four years too right really wow yeah, you know, that's... I think 2018 we started it. Wow, yeah, I, I started uh, with the other band. It was 20, 20 right before my son was born, 2016, uh, no, 2015, and then uh, wow. yeah, trying to find. We had singers, people come and go, and then you know, I had to find somebody on Fiverr to finally you know find somebody. But oh. uh, but that you know that was fun. But now actually, the new band I have it only took us three months to to write actually two uh one album and then we did another album right after it and it took us maybe another two months for two two albums okay okay <laughs> so we flew through those but yeah. now now that we have the singer my other band and mm-hmm. we kind of know what his vocals are going to sound like you know we'll kind of adjust a little bit more to what his voice sounds like you know it's like like what you guys probably probably will do you know now you know who the band is going to be and everything do you guys have any shows you plan on doing any shows or anything uh yeah yeah, we do plan. I, I, um, Lothar Keller is is our guy, and mm-hmm. with Kumran Records, yeah, yeah. and and um, he uh, w- there's some other bands like Diggith is one of the one of the mm-hmm. bands is on the label, and uh, Carbellion's another band on the label. And yes, yeah. So I think they want to send us out with them. Um, oh, so cool. it would be like be like a U.S. thing mm-hmm. first, and then doing festivals over in Europe afterwards. Yeah, because I know which tickets is from. Yeah. Um, where the hell's tickets from? Australia. Well, they're. I just saw their itinerary. I'm not exactly sure where they're from, but they mm-hmm. they started touring the Netherlands coming up. Okay. Soon. Yeah, actually, that's so they, I think where they are from. I just had him on the show about a few yeah. weeks ago. I think that's where. They're okay. From. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. They're a very cool band. If you listen to them, regard them. I've heard them. 
Yeah, I haven't met them yet. I'm looking forward to meeting all of them, you know, uh, eventually. My kind of label mates, you know. Hmm. Yes, I think uh, we were going to be on, uh, how do you pronounce that, Qumran? Qumran. Qumran. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we were, that was one of the first labels we were thinking about going on. But um, my band right now is not a t- touring band. We don't play shows too much, so we couldn't, uh, you know, go through with the record. Yeah, band, but. yeah, we're. I, I I feel better on the road. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. once I got a taste for it and got a taste of, you know, I, I I'm probably contrary to everybody else, but I enjoy being on a tour bus. Well, you have the least to worry about. You only got a microphone. <laughs> I'm like, hey i also carry drums <laughs> All right, <know>? fine. <laughs> do you actually do you yeah. play any other instruments i do i play guitar oh you do all right yeah i've been playing guitar for oh geez probably 30 years oh wow okay cool you know um yeah i'm, I'm a picker you know mm. um that's uh, and i and it's a great tool to use for writing songs as well now, um, do you think you'll be able to uh, trip, contribute any ideas for the next album on the guitar or anything, or is that somebody else's? Job? No, no, that's that's Paul. Mm. Um, I hear what he does, and I want to throw my, my guitar away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm an I'm pretty much an acoustic player. Okay, you know, um, I enjoy that. You know, if we do a ballad or something like that, um, you know, I'll break out the guitar. Of, done that before on bands but i i I prefer standing behind a microphone stand i i i enjoy that interaction with the crowd i i'm the guy that jumps off of stage and runs around the audience (laughs) i'm 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 more comfortable like that you know yeah yeah that's cool uh when was the Mm -hmm. last time you did actually play a show well i have a cover band Oh, you do? All right. Here here in Minnesota. Yeah, they're called High Octane. And they are great musicians in their own right. Mm. You know? Um, we actually have a show this weekend. Oh. So we do, you know, uh, two or three sets, depending on the night, uh, depending on the venue. And I'm singing for about three hours. Oh, wow. And we'll do anything Sabbath to the cult to you know Dio mm. um even even lighter stuff like in excess and whatnot do you have a favorite song that you so, like to cover is there a song I like to cover yeah um yeah you know um we do heaven and hell from Sabbath mm. and I just love doing it I love doing it because it's such a powerful tune. It's kind of one of the songs that, you know, uh, you know, when I saw Dio in 1980, um, I saw him at the black and blue tour Mm. at the new Haven Coliseum Mm. in uh, Connecticut. And as soon as I saw Dio, I I, I mean, yeah, I I went in the Marines a year later, but that was always eaten in the back of my head going, this is what I want to do. Right. It was, I just, I, I, you know, I saw him capture an audience and just hold them. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, doing, doing that is, is a lot of fun. Um, love doing the cult stuff. Uh, I just, I like singing it pretty much anything except for the 80s hairband stuff. 
Mm. I'll leave that to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) What if they really want you to do like poison? Or uh, I'm trying to think what like what's some of the crappy eighty hair bands. You know, I, I I opened up for Brett Michaels before. Oh, did you? Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, uh, no, I, I was, Does he have I was hair? Surprised. Is he really bald? <laughs> He's really bald, He's and really it bald, was huh? it's because of a disease he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he was a great guy. Mm. He he came to our he dressing like room nice and yeah. yeah, thanked us for coming and blah blah blah. Another person that told me uh, they they didn't like. Um, I opened up for for Don Dawkins. Oh really? I don't like it. And I sat backstage with him and and my buddy Johnny Rude. Um, Johnny ended up staying longer that night, but I, I think I was back there for three or four hours. Mm. Um, and Don just told stories. He just he wouldn't stop. You know, it was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. So that, that you know, those are two people I didn't think that I would get along with. That were really great people. Plus, I worked on the Monsters of Rock cruise. So oh, really? okay. Yeah, I got to rub elbows with all these guys, and I, I, you know, one of my good friends is Pat Fontaine, the 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 bass player from X Y Z, and it's it's weird, it's weird because there's this metal singer guy, and he's friends with all these hairband guys, and we're all the same. We're just we're musicians, you know. But that's it. That's all that matters. If you if they're nice people, that's all that matters. They are for the, yeah. for you know majority of them are are really great people. They're they're an unnamed few that um, I, I never want to see again in my life, but Ooh, uh, and please tell uh, exactly <laughs> unnamed few. <laughs> uh, now, some of the people that you have met, have you got like, have they given you any advice of like, you know, things to do, what not to do, what to watch out for, anything? Uh, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, Terry, uh, the singer from XYZ, uh, who also sang for. Um, uh, saying for Great White, he turned me on to uh, to to throat coat tea. He, he, he's you know he's like I buy this by the case, so now I buy it by the case. Mm-hmm. Um, throat lozenges, stuff like. There's one called Jello Revoice over in over in Europe, and um, uh, my old drummer from Kill Ritual ended up joining Dragon Force. Oh, really? And the yeah, and the singer for Dragon Force said yeah this stuff jello revoice it comes in a a tube he goes this is the by far the best you can't get it in the united states you have to get it over there um i had a i had a friend um when i lived it sounds like i'm dropping names but these were actual people that would come over to my house um jizzy pearl from you know from love hate yeah yeah um i was i was like jizzy how do you sing these songs and he 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 taught me a lot Mm. you know he taught me a lot about i mean i always sang from the diaphragm because i've you know i've come from a family of singers but he taught me stuff that he learned from ronnie james dio and and these people and it helped a lot you know Mm. um i've always been a cyclist so cardio is king yeah, yeah, you know, um, cardio is is very important. You know, um, so yeah, there's there are routines I picked up from a lot of different people, mm. and um, I yeah, I'm always looking for the next best thing. You know, 
Yeah. Um, and you said you mentioned that you don't drink. No. Um, you know, one of the um, there's a, several great singers out there that don't drink at all. They're like, no, this will it'll ruin my pipes, and I I get that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So for the most part, I before a gig or whatever i don't touch anything you know i'll have i'll have throw coat tea with some honey and and some not hot water but mm -hmm. fairly hot water and yeah. and uh kind of nurse it throughout the whole show yeah and you know, somebody big, somebody, yeah. somebody i used to know that used to sing she she used to say she never drank milk because milk would really mess up her vocals milk is horrible mm -hmm. the, um Cheese is horrible. Milk is horrible. Any dairy product is horrible. I mean, I I do eggs, yeah. not not on gig day, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, yeah, we sound like we're singers. Sound like they're pretentious, but <laughs> our instrument happens to be part of our body. So, right. you know, it's very we have to be. You know, like when I'm on tour whatever country i'm in whatever state i'm in um i usually hop off the bus mm. and i just I, I go roaming right i just go away and um some of the guys don't like it they're like you know we should hang out but we end up going to a pub every time mm. end up talking way too much and i'm like guys i'll, I'll see you for sound check and uh, you know and it uh, also allows me an opportunity to go check out the city where you know right right yeah otherwise I, I probably wouldn't i'd be stuck in a pub somewhere yeah exactly so, yeah especially if you don't yeah. see you haven't been before so it's always good to see yeah. the scenery and stuff like that it uh, is it yeah. is and you and you run into all kinds of people you don't know i mean they they they, they know they smell you when you're an american you know? <laughs> i'm sure they do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened? Uh, why did you leave uh, Kill Ritual? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. We're uh... is that a bad story? Uh, anyway, uh, what's that? I said why? Why did you leave Kill Ritual? Is that is that a bad blood oh, or something? Uh, oh, or... Okay, you, you you broke up. Uh, maybe. It oh, oh, sorry. I was, yeah, I was wondering why. I, I, I didn't think that was that funny of a question. <laughs> uh, it is funny. Um, <laughs> Why did I leave Kill Ritual? Um, you know, as as time goes by, uh, that question uh, gets becomes a little bit blurred. Um, I, I would say, you know, Stephen and I wrote some really great songs, mm. um, and we got to tour with some really cool people. Um, in the mix of writing the last album that I was going to do with them, I was going through a, a bad breakup and uh, I was going through just some life stuff. And I probably, I probably jumped the gun in quitting. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I was angry mm -hmm. and, and, uh, I don't know if Steven has ever forgiven me. Hmm. Um, it was one of one of my many mistakes in life. Um, the 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 important part of that is that 
I was open to do this with Paul, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so maybe universe source, whatever you want to call it, had to end that in mm-hmm. order for alchemy fire to, to, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get into details because, um, there were a lot of mistakes on my end and, and Steven and I were, we were really good friends, really good friends. And now we're not. Mm, Yeah. 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 But Hey, you know what? You're in alchemy fire now. So I am. And I, you know, I hope someday that Steven and I can patch up our differences. You know, I hope so. Maybe if he sees this, maybe he'll give you a call. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) like like i said he's he's a great guy he's he's we're all complicated people you know and whatever's going on in our life it's always going to affect the music yeah of course yeah um so it it was uh yeah yeah but i i love what i did with kill ritual i love the the two albums i did and i've got a lot of a lot of people that like the music, a lot of fans over overseas no. that still contact me, you know. Mm. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, cool. Well, so, since you've been all over the place, like, where's the your most favorite uh, favorite place that you've been to so far? Oh, uh, so that's probably an easy one. Um, my friend Danny uh, Daniel Frey, he owns Souls of Rock. Mm-hmm. And I haven't t- talked to Daniel in a long time. Um, I haven't talked to him. Um, Paul and I went to go visit him at a festival in Germany um, in 2019. But I was over there in 2016, 2017, something like that. Um, and, you know, Kill Ritual just got off tour with Raven and Hyrax. And mm-hmm. Danny was like, so are you going back to the United States? What, what You know, what's your deal? I could use some help. Um, I go, what do you need? You know, because he has, uh, he sets up display booths at festivals and, and he goes, I've got a couple festivals I'm doing and, you know, I I could really use your help, you know, I go, okay. Um, So one of them was called Rock the Ring in Mm. Switzerland. And, and then the other one was down South in, uh, I think it was on the border, border of Italy. And uh, I think it was still in Switzerland, but Oh my God, I fell in love with Switzerland. Really? It's like, it's so picturesque. It's amazing how beautiful it was. I was like, I want to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I had to go back and the people were nice. Right. I, everything was just absolutely beautiful over there. I got to, I got to swim in the Rhine River. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. It runs through Germany and Switzerland. So I oh, got wow. to, I actually got to swim in it. Wow. And I mean, there, there are plenty of other great places. I mean, a lot of places in Germany are, are, are phenomenal. And, mm. uh, but by far Switzerland is, mm. yeah. Everything looks like a postcard. Yeah. yeah, That's cool. I had never been there. I've only been to, uh, out of the United States once. And I don't, think oh, I'm, I don't want to leave ever again. <laughs> I was scared to death. Uh, oh, we where to, are you? <laughs> only when we got off the plane. Um, where the hell did I go for my? Uh, uh, where the hell was that? Bar, bar, Barbudos? 
Oh, Barbados. Bar- yeah. No, not Barbados. Bar- Barbudo. Um, I'm trying to think what the hell's. Oh God, I gotta look it up. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a resort. It, it was um, a resort. Um, oh my God. Is it Mexico? No, it's not Mexico. Barbudo. It's when, when I find it, it's, it's so stupid because it's like everybody. Antigua. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Went yep. there for my honeymoon. All right. And you said you were scared. I was scared. It was. It's. You know what? When you come from New York, and things wow. are updated and then mm-hmm. you get off the plane and you go somewhere where things are not updated and you don't know mm-hmm. who you are and they tell you to get in a van and we'll take you there yeah <laughs> it's a little scary <laughs> I, I could see that i could see Especially that when, you you know, know, it, there's no sign saying taxi you know nothing like that or you know this van's going this direction or this van's going that direction no just get in the van i'm trying to think <laughs> of uh I'm trying to think back because I, I, you know, the first time I left the United States, I was 18 and I, I was in Denmark. So I, I, I'm trying to think if I was, it's an awkward feeling being out of the United States for sure. You know, when you're so used to these creature comforts, right? but I embraced it after after so many years is now now it's like so much part of me i i i feel landlocked when i'm in the united states too long right yeah when you go all the time i'm sure you're used to it but you know i I haven't left the united states before so it was just kind of a shock to me and in my way but they um this was uh when was this 2014 so but uh you know they were you know they would stop you and then they would uh wipe you down with these papers and stuff like that make sure you i guess got no drugs on you whatever and yep. of course, my wife going and coming back both got stopped <laughs> twice. The time, all yeah, the time. yeah, so it's just like uh, one thing after the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I can see that. It's it's uh, it's it's weird being in another country because you have to, you know, like when I lived in Okinawa for I lived there for a year. Wow. So it was, uh, you know, going to the Philippines and going to Korea and all these different countries over there and the, the, their customs are different. Their, their driving is different. Their, hey. Everything is different. You're not, you know, you're just an American. You're just conform right. to their rules or get out. Yeah, exactly. And I guess eventually you just get used to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go back again. So maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was nice there. It's a beautiful, you know what? We live in an absolutely beautiful world. We do. And um, when you when you get to leave this country for extended periods of time, um, you get to recognize different things about us as, mm. as Americans. Um, you know, uh, we're loud. We're arrogant. <laughs> yeah. We're... Um, we think the world revolves around us. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I write about some of that stuff. <laughs> I hope so. That's the stuff I like to hear because, you know, I, like you said, you like to write more about, you know, realistic things and, and things going on in the world today and stuff like that. But, and some, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into some of the bands that write about fantasy type stuff, but I'm more interested, even. Because I, my other band, I actually, I, we had to write music. I had to write the lyrics, 
And it was the first right. time I wrote lyrics before. And I'm like, what the hell do I write about? And just luckily, there was so much stuff going on. How'd, how'd that feel, writing lyrics? Strange, because it's just, you don't know what to write about, you know? Sorry, but, cutting out. Oh, am I here now? Am I? Oh, you, I totally lost whatever you Totally lost me. After, yeah. Yeah, I just heard computer language. No, but uh, <laughs> it, it is. It was strange trying to write lyrics because, like, I, like I never wrote them before. So, but luckily, the pandemic was just starting and things were going on. And there was so much things on the news, and I'm like, this is like perfect things for, to write about. You know, it's giving me so many ideas. So I was lucky I had something. Yeah. So what did you write about? Um, the pandemic, like how kind of how people are uncertain, like what the what the uh, covid was going to do to everybody type thing mm -hmm. and, and how like the news you know wasn't sure what was going on that was right. one song and then um another song was kind of about like all the riots that started happening yeah i remember new york was really uh in the center of everything for a little bit yeah, yeah. um with your governor and whatnot and yeah that you know that that's tough it's you know i I write about the division of our country and, um, you know, our political differences. Uh, and, and we, I think, I think we've probably forgotten the roots of our country is the, is allowing people to, to think what they want to think. Right. Allowing differences. I mean, I think we've lost the art of debate mm -hmm. in this country because yeah. none of us will sit down and, and be okay with somebody else believing something else. Right. Yeah. And I was hoping, you know, when the ha when the shutdown happened, I was hoping that uh, I was waiting for this reset of of everyone's consciousness. I, I I I didn't want it to go back to normal. Yeah. I wanted people to go. All right, I got to take a breather now. Let's. But I, then I started noticing people just wanting it to go back to the way it was and. I never thought the way it was really worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. seemed like it, like towards the end of it, well, not like towards the beginning of it, it seemed like people were starting to be nicer to people, and and things were starting to turn a little bit. Then all of a sudden, shit hit the fan, right. and and then now we're still stuck in the same bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, you being from New York, um, you you probably remember when 9-11 happened and yes yeah you know i was in i was in florida at that time and um you know i had a friend that worked for the national Enquirer. i was i was a graphic designer for a lot of years and he was a graphic designer over the national Enquirer. and he called me up one day and he goes uh, i'm going to the hospital and i'm scared to death mm. i go what's going on mike he goes one of the guys in our mailroom died mm. he opened up a package oh, and it had the anthrax in it right and i was like that's horrible you know yeah. and I, I i guess after 9 11 like most people i was i mean remember when we all came together yeah yeah it was like a nation just that went went like this yeah and um eventually it just started falling away again and i was hoping that when covid happen that we would do the same thing yeah. and make it stick this time yeah. you know yeah. and uh i mean there's there's one thing to say you know never forget but <laughs> you know what do you what do you 
what do you never want to forget about? Yeah. The bad, the bad guys or how, how we came together as a nation and and embrace each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Deep. It is deep. deep. It is a very deep thought. (laughs) Well, it is. It's it's true because, you know, like you said, everybody seemed to be on one page and then all of a sudden just goes to shit and, and here we are. I, I like to think in my fantasy world of writing lyrics that people will pay attention to what I write about. Yeah. They'll look at the lyrics and they'll go, oh, huh. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I got that when I was with Kill Ritual. I had mm-hmm. someone come up to me and, and say, you know, I, I, you know, I, this song that you wrote, it really had a major impact on me and so much so that I've gotten my son into your music. And I, it makes me, you know, feel good that I could make that kind of contribution to somebody's life. And I, I, it made me even hungrier to do it more. And, you know, when I, when I write lyrics, I'm, I'm talking to everybody. I'm I'm not just talking to myself. I I keep it, as open and vague as I possibly can to, to let it impact everybody. To, you know, I, I've always said this and I, I'll say it probably until the day I die because somebody asked me in an interview years ago and I was like, okay, I, I really need to think about this. And it was like, they, they said, you know, what do you hope when, when someone comes to a show? And I, I, I still feel the same way. I hope, that I can make a light bulb go on above someone's head. And, and I'm hoping that they can walk out of a show asking themselves if they're doing everything that they can in their life to contribute to Man. the world instead of going to a mundane job and punching a clock, you know, uh, there are more important things out there, I think. Yeah, Definitely. And do you think that's kind of hard to do in this in this day and age where like there's so many bands out there? You know, there's a there's a story. Have you ever heard the story of the starfish? No. I don't think so. There's an old there's an old man. There's an old man and a young boy. And they're walking down a beach. Let's just because both of us have been to Cape Cod, let's just say <laughs> we're in Chatham and we're oh. walking by the the lighthouse down down on the beach. And the young boy, all these all these starfish keep washing up on the shore. So the young boy picks up a starfish and he whips it out in the ocean. And then he does it again, whips it out in the ocean. This this old guy is like, he goes, kid, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm 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 saving the starfish. Picks them up, throws them out in the ocean. Kid goes, the guy goes, You're wasting your time. There's, there are way too many of them. And the kid picked up a starfish, whipped it out there. He goes, I made an impact to that one. I made a difference to that one. Mm. And, you know, yeah, we have a million bands, but who cares? You know, are we going to look at that and say, you know, I'm just a little fish in the ocean or, or are we going to say, I'm going to make an impact on every person I get? I think, I think we're in a, a, a time in our music world that there's no money, you know? Mm. So what do we do it for? 
Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're doing it to leave a legacy. We're doing it to share with other people. I, I, I think, you know, the big ego thing of the eighties is, is pretty much gone. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I might, still have the hair but i i, I just <laughs> yeah i, I yeah I'm, i guess i'm blessed in that in that territory but i i you know it, it, i i i choose to focus on on that this aspect of what i can do yeah. in the world yeah. uh, you know because this is my vehicle mm-hmm. other people have other vehicles you know, to, to help the world. Some people don't want to help the world, but that's yeah. their choice. That's okay. It's right. okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're looking at it that way. Cause it's, that's pretty much how it is. You know, that's, that's why I continue to want to do music because it's something I want to do. I want to do it my whole entire life. I never got to the point that you've gotten to, but I enjoy doing right. what I'm doing and that's all that matters. Right. That is all that matters. I mean, even if I never I mean, I'm always striving to get to a bigger and better yeah. level, you know, uh, yeah. some of the people that I've followed their careers, it's like, oh, you know, what do I have to do to get in their shoes? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's always this this kind of hustle to, you know, be better yourself. And But it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter whatever level anybody's on, if they're that's that, that's the key what you said if you love it who cares what anybody else thinks yeah exactly there's a band I'm, I'm friends with actually my bass player used to be from that band and uh they got to a point where they're just kind of down about everything it's like why why are we continuing to do this if we're not going to get here oh, well are, are you having fun doing what you're doing or you just want to get right. to the next part what the hell does it matter just continue having fun right. playing the music it, right and they end up breaking up yeah. Have you ever stopped doing music? Yeah, I did for about six years. And what happened? Uh, why did I stop? No, well, what, what happened? happened to you? What happened? I, no, well, I started this podcast <laughs> because I ah, missed playing music. Exactly. That's the key. You missed it. It's it's a part of you. It is. Yeah. You know, I was miserable. I was, you know, I, 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 any partner I had at the time was like, would you please go find a band because yeah. you're driving me up a tree. Yeah. yeah used to dis- it's in our soul, this- man. Yeah. It's what we do. You used to disappoint me. I had my, uh, I moved here into this house, my grandfather's house and I set my drums up in the garage. It was a mess in here. It wasn't, this is a garage actually. And we redid it. And, uh, you know, I just throw it in the corner and it would just sit there. And then one day I'm just like, I just want to start practicing. Even if I'm just practicing to like, you know, uh, songs that I like just to do something and get back into it again. Because I missed it. It was something I did every single day since I was in freaking since I actually since I was probably like twelve years old. I would go home from wow. come home from school and practice drums every single day, and then to That's just awesome. give it up. You know, I just gave it up because at the band I was in at the time, I was right. with them for like thirteen years, and you know they were like a family. And then all of a sudden, towards the end, everybody's just getting weird, you know, and then not getting along, and it just things were just going on. It just got me it got me uninterested in playing with anybody anymore because i was we, we were a five-piece band so just uh-huh. being with those so many people for that that long and not getting along after that much time together kind of got me like you know annoyed even playing with anybody 
And it took me yeah. a long time to get to try to do a band ever again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once you, once you get, yeah, I get it. I've, I've done that before where I'm just, I'm done with this music world. Screw it. You know, um, I, I have, I have a drive and my drive. I mean, my drive is, is my drive now, but in the initial thing it was my sister, uh, oh, yeah. Darlene, you know, she was, she, she passed away oh, in, in 2010. Oh. Um, and she was like, basically in you know um in so many words she said i'm dying Hmm. i'm not gonna get to you know uh live my life you know how are you gonna live your life are you gonna continue just working and being a graphic designer or or are you gonna you know she's she said to me she goes you have a talent when are you gonna use it um so yeah when she passed away i just said okay all right i got i got the message and so anytime that i i feel like i'm not going to continue on i I have to remind myself of my sister's words yeah and just keep moving forward at all costs you know yeah that's a shame sorry to hear about that yeah thank you thank you i've got a big family you know i've got a big beautiful family and she was a a major part of it i mean her when when we had her funeral in connecticut um i don't remember the count i could ask my brother-in-law but i think it was oh geez up upwards around a thousand people oh wow i mean she she was a rock star in her own right she was a she was a chiropractor Mm. she was a healer and um i mean a true healer and she had she left a major impact on so many people Mm. uh on our family you know i think a lot of the drive in our family is is passed on from her we're like oh you know what darlene would want me to be doing this and and um i'm i'm sorry she's gone but i'm grateful that she left me with a kick in the ass yeah 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 cool i'm glad she gave you that kick in the ass because uh yeah you're really doing really good with the uh, alchemy fire and your vocals are awesome so thank you good job uh, thank you very much on doing what you're doing uh before we go what do you think of this ai stuff that's going on um in music in music yeah um I remember when um, when hip hop came along in the late seventies, you know, um, you know, Grandmaster Flash and stuff like that. And I remember going, "This isn't music," yeah. you know, at the at the time. You know, um, you know, Beastie Boys came out. I thought they were a joke at first, um, uh, but. But then I, I, I recognize that this is somebody's expression. Now, AI is different yeah. um, because it's a culmination of everybody's expression. You know, that because AI just grabs from everywhere. You know, it has oh, yeah. no soul, you right, know. Right. 
Um, I think I think um, just like when we lost the record companies in the late '80s, early '90s, um, now we're hit with another obstacle. It's like okay, we've got AI that's going to be writing songs, but the difference between AI and human beings are we have feelings, we have emotions. Right. Um, AI at this point can't have a one-on-one with someone can't have a a real impact i don't believe i could be wrong i mean i've heard of people putting in you know song ideas into you know chat gpt and coming out with something i mean i've done it with you know with my resume i was like (laughs) hey let's see what this thing could do and it was it was brilliant yeah it was absolutely brilliant so if we can use it as a tool um to to add to our palette mm. i think it it might actually i mean we have no choice we have to embrace it yeah, it's, it's, it's here come, it's already here so yeah. yeah so we can hate it all we want or we can embrace it and bring it into our own writing process if, if so be i mean i i, I mean we kind of do in a way. I mean, I use I, I, I use Rhyme Zone sometimes when I'm, you know, I write something out and I go, yeah, but this word I can't use this word. What what can I use? You know, right, right. Yeah. So I'm doing it in a way anyway. True. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm trying to find sources outside of myself, mm. um, even though I have the idea in here. Those help. Maybe Chat GPT will help with that. Maybe I'll be like, I really want to get this point across and I really want it to, you know, be heartfelt and I'll put all the emotion I can into it. But maybe chat GPT uh, rearranges the words to make it even more beautiful. I don't, I don't know. know. Or maybe it'll just become another Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) Please no. Oh god, yeah, we're yeah. very interested to see where this uh, whole AI thing goes. Uh, we actually, my band's been using the uh, AI, like um, you know, pictures and stuff like that we, for all our singles. We just uh, the app that I use on my phone, I can just do um, AI pictures on there, and, and sometimes you get some really cool, you know, drawings or whatever. So it, yeah, it's, it's I a, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be another art form. You yeah. know, there still are ideas. Yeah, yeah, we're just. We're just using a different palette. I mean, I was, I was, like I said, I was a graphic designer for, for so many years, that, you know, and my tools were Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, you know, PageMaker, and all these other things. Yeah, and yeah. anytime I could, anytime I could get some help from those tools to get across what I wanted to, um, they were very helpful. And, and now maybe these tools are more accessible to us yeah. to get our ideas across that we want to yeah. and quicker even, which might be better because it'll allow us to, you know, move on to other things. Mm. Yeah. Some things to think about because it's already here. Yeah. 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 All right. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's a scary, scary world we're heading into. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It can be. Or it can be a beautiful world. It can be. And hopefully it Our ends choice. up being a beautiful one. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, choose to believe it's a beautiful world. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, where can people go to hear Alchemy Fire? Is there a website? Facebook? Yeah, alchemyfireofficial.com Okay. Um, you can go there and you can get all the links to all of our social media right there. We're on Facebook. We actually have um, one of our friends runs our fan page and we don't call it a fan page. It's called the Alchemy Fire family. Oh, nice. And um, people are joining it left and right. People are, you know, I got. have you seen this yet? No, I, I have not. I'm glad that we didn't get to talk last week, honestly, because. I didn't, I didn't have this yet. I, oh, I've been right. receiving copies of it. Uh, well, not copies. I've been receiving pictures of it from people ah. um, saying, I got the album. I'm excited. And, you know, I mean, check this out. It's very cool. Actual. Oh, what a nice color there. What is that? Purplish, bluish? That is, that is purple. purple wow. It, along with the flames of yeah, it goes good with the uh, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and people are buying this left and right. Um, right. Some people are buying it just for a collector's thing, whatever. It's you know, it's weighty, 160 grams. Oh, good. And um, I I couldn't be more happy. I I think we've sold hundreds. Really? Um, oh, from what that. I've heard so far, and maybe it'll be thousands eventually. Maybe it'll be tens of thousands eventually. So you know, so. be great. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. Be... You know, people are still buying records. I mean, I, there was a thing yesterday, uh, CD Baby. They have a thing where they actually make CDs, but now they're uh-huh. getting rid of all the CD production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, there's a great article with one of your one of your homeboys um, um, uh, from from Twisted Sister. He, okay. he uh, um, I'm blanking on his name. D. Snyder. D. Snyder. Yeah. Um, D D wrote a great article and you can probably look it up. He, he, he wrote an article about CDs and said that we were duped. Mm. We were sold on CDs from the record label because the record label said, um, we can make these cheaper. So therefore we can make more money, uh, for you guys. And, and D said that wasn't the case. The record companies made more money. They didn't. Right. And then we lost the quality. I I had this conversation with Michael Lardy from Great White once, and and he goes, "You don't understand. When you compress music, you're taking the soul right. out of it." Yeah. So I'm glad that this stuff is back. I'm glad that we have records because now we can go back to what it was when I was a kid and, mm. and got my first Van Halen record, you know, and I right, right. just stare at it. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd stare yeah. at the credits, you know, and. And lyrics now you can actually read because they're big enough. Right. Yeah. That's good. You put them in there. Some bands don't put the lyrics in there. It pisses me off. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I choose to because I I want people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I you want, want people to read. You have those. Mean, meaningful lyrics. You want really people do. to read them. Uh, do you actually have a record player? Yeah. I do. You do okay. Good. I do. We were listening to it the other night and. Um. I just, I felt great. I, right. I felt so accomplished because, my, you know, my dad, like I mentioned before, is a, he put out a record in 1962 or, or 60 or 61, somewhere around there. 
I put out plenty of CDs, yeah. uh, but I never put out a record. Wow. So this is my first record. Yeah. And now, now I can put it up on the wall with my dad's record, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm hoping to do a record for my band too. We'll see what happens. Yeah. People still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because it's cool, you know. I actually, I there's a there is a website. Uh, it's called Kunaki. You can you can get stuff printed on there very cheap and easily. Um, but they do make records, so okay. I did have my other band's record made on that website. It sounds like total garbage, but it's it looks cool. That's the only thing that matters. It just looks cool because it's got the big artwork, yeah. and it's it's mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it comes down to the mastering, you know, like yeah, because yeah, um, yeah. you're mastering for. Yeah, you gotta master it separately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's two different, totally yeah. different things. And yeah, so that's that's important to do when you and you know eventually it'll if if records pick up even more like it used to be, um, studios will be like, all right, I can I can see that a lot of digital people are going to be like, we need to make analog come back. Uh, maybe it'll go through digital. I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean. I don't know if we'll ever go back to just being total analog because a lot of that that system is is gone. Right. We'd have to rebuild it, rebuild yeah. it all. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think everybody's so accustomed to having their the music's right on their phone. It's yeah. Hard for yeah. Of, especially the younger kids to go back to that. But it will. But you know, this is novelty right now, and we're yeah. you know, I I hope everybody can jump on board with it because it's. I think it's important. I think it's important for people to sit around in community and listen to records together. I mean, yeah. we used to do it when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. And it, it you know, it builds community. I, I, it's, it's just, I would love to see that happen again. Hopefully, well, you know, maybe I'm just old and, you know, I'm that old guy. Yeah, you kids. <laughs> That's right. I have no like, idea what it was like when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm the same way. So, <laughs> but everybody, go out there and go buy that Alchemy Fire record. You'll you'll enjoy it a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, buy the record. Don't buy the CD. Well, go ahead and buy the CD if you don't have a record player. Yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, we do. You know, we Get do the have the CD. Um, the one thing that we're probably going to do a reprint. I'm uh, I'm hoping because one thing we didn't do what? with the record is we didn't put our faces on it. Oh, right. oh okay yeah it, i saw that yeah 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 so um yeah it'll happen it'll it'll happen mm-hmm. so yeah right. so uh kumran records um they can find kumranrecords.com and alchemyfireofficial.com and all the links that you want um we have somebody that runs our twitter uh um facebook the facebook family that we even have somebody that runs our tiktok I, I never thought people. I, would... I need people to run my stuff too. Jeez. Oh, we pay people. <laughs> well, I can't do that. I gotta... <laughs> I'm on a budget no. here. <laughs> you know, no, we don't. We don't pay anybody. We 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 sucker people into it. Yeah, I'll give you a free T-shirt. Just do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, David, thank you very much for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm I'm I again. I'm glad that we got to do it this time instead of last week because yeah, i wouldn't I have got to see the record exactly yeah yeah you got to see it i got to see it all right thank you very much everybody thank you very much for watching the show retsidereview.com 
please hit the subscribe button here on YouTube or on mm-hmm. whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace. All right. Thank you very much. Peace.